Welcome, friends, on this Ash Wednesday, February 14, 2024. I'm Rev. Tim Earhart. This is Daily Bible Reflections. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 6, 16 to 21. What do you value? Jesus said, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corner to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and ver vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. New International Version in Christ's day, there were three spiritual disciplines that were especially important, giving, prayer, and fasting. For the Jewish faithful, these three practices were meant to work together in helping them to know God and serve others. Yet, over time, although the disciplines were maintained, they were observed for all the wrong reasons. Jesus was concerned to communicate that not only are people to do the right thing, but that they do the right things for the right reasons. To do any less is to be a hypocrite who maintains an outward form of religion, but is inwardly motivated by the praise and recognition of others. Such a person is, in reality, far from God. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent on the Christian calendar. This season is a time devoted to spiritual disciplines, especially fasting. Those who truly hunger and thirst for righteousness take the time uh, to eat spiritual food in order to pursue God and seek relationships in this world. 
it's not a matter if we fast, but when. The Bible has a great deal to say about fasting. Fasting is a sign of humility and brokenness before God in recognizing both personal and corporate guilt. Fasting is a means of preparation for ministry. Jesus used fasting in the desert as preparation for his ministry and to face down the devil. And the apostles fasted when seeking God's direction about a new ministry. Fasting is meant to connect with God and serve others, and not to simply go through the motions. Therefore, fasting is a time to get in touch with God, to know the divine will, and then to do it. God doesn't operate on a point system. If we only go through the motions of a spiritual discipline, or do it so that others will notice that I am doing my duty, then we have come under the condemnation of Jesus and are proved as hypocrites. True fasting is an outward practice reflecting an inner attitude of heart. It's an expression of devotion in order to connect with God and do good works of service to others. Framing the topic another way, why don't we fast? because it's culturally okay not to? Because nobody cares whether I do or don't? The spiritual disciplines of giving, praying, fasting, and other Christian practices have changed my life because they are a vital means of connecting with God and engaging the world. A farmer disciplines himself to plow, plant, and cultivate, not because he wants to impress others, Y'all see my big old tractor and my implements? No, but so that he will receive the reward of reaping a harvest at the proper time. So we also can engage in spiritual disciplines like fasting in order to see a harvest of righteousness. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. What are earthly treasures? stuff, money, possessions, as well as control, power, position, and recognition from others? You may rightly ask, is this really in and of itself wrong? No, it's not. The real question is not whether we possess earthly treasure, because we all do, but rather, do I use my earthly treasure to build heavenly treasure? Do I hoard earthly treasure for my own purposes apart from Christ's kingdom values? Jesus once illustrated the difference. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And Jesus told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. 
I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grain, and I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. Luke 12 13 to 21. Again, earthly possessions are tools to be used and not for accumulating personal wealth, esteem, and success for the sake of security in money. Rather, everything the Christian has is for the advancement of God's kingdom values. Why do this? Because earthly treasure is temporary. Heavenly treasure is permanent. Is what we are pursuing today really going to matter in 50 billion millennia? Heavenly treasure is righteousness as defined by Jesus. Right relationships with both God and other humans. Humility, peace, grace, mercy, purity, forgiveness are all relational values. The only thing that we will take with us when we die is relationships. If I am genuinely committed to God's kingdom, my most cherished values will be established by God. Our real values consume our thoughts and our efforts. What is in our hearts directs our work, and our ultimate values derive from how we perceive our identity. For a great many Americans, the primary noun that characterizes and defines us is not American Christians, not American citizens, not American workers, we are known primarily as American consumers. Jesus is not necessarily advocating that we take vows of poverty or that we ought not to enjoy the good things we have. What he is asking of us is to make a decision where your loyalty is placed. Spiritual disciplines such as fasting help us to maintain our most cherished values, to see them clearly, and to choose wisely based upon those values. May it be so, to the glory of God. Amen.